Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Trends Talk with ITR Economics. My name is Alex Chersovsky and I'm the Director of Speaking Services here at ITR. And today I wanted to take a closer look at the call that we've had in place for quite some time, which is this expectation that the US economy and really the global economy is facing a pretty significant crisis in the far off future. We're talking about the 2030s here in the expectation that we've had for a great depression um, kind of developing both here in the U.S. and abroad. Some of the reasons that we often talk about uh, that are going to eventually culminate in this kind of dire scenario include massive demographics change uh, where more than 10,000 baby boomers are retiring every single day here in the U.S. for, for the next decade. That will bring with it uh, increases in healthcare costs, certainly um, increased spending by the government on entitlement programs like Social Security, Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. Uh, certainly a huge component of uh, the cause of the Great Depression of uh, the 2030s is going to be the swelling national debt here in the US. And we see similar type of changes developing abroad as well in Europe and Asia, debt levels, demographic change. All of these things are going to be very difficult to cope with for the global and the regional economies. And on top of that, especially once we get into the latter part of the 2020s, we're expecting a significant pickup in inflation. So when you look at this picture altogether, you see uh, a fairly difficult economic environment, as I stated, and one that we should be preparing for starting right now. And if you uh, really have already been preparing, you're ahead of the game, but if you're not, it's not too late. So with that in mind, I want to talk about some of the things that we are recommending that people are doing. And, and it really depends on where you are in your career. You could be um, looking at the prime earnings years of your career when we get into the 2030s you could be nearing retirement or you could be concerned about the prospects for your kids that could be just entering the job market so we came up with a list of basically concepts and ideas that you should be focused on implementing between now and when uh, kind of the this a catastrophe, for lack of a better word, is expected to hit the, the global economy. Uh, and I wanted to share some of those with you today. So the first thing that I want to talk about is living below your means. I think this is a concept that's relatively easy to say and to discuss, but more difficult for many people than you would think to actually implement. When we say living below your means, what we're really talking about is deferred gratification. We insinuating that people should think about the long-term wealth building effects that living below your means will allow them. We're not in any way advocating that people put money in the bank because you have to understand that inflation will actually eat up any savings you have sitting there in savings account or uh, checking accounts. What we're really advocating and what we're talking about is investing, not saving. If you're investing for the long term, that really provides an avenue for wealth creation that saving doesn't allow for. So when you talk about living below your means, understand that now is the time to start investing while the market is good, while the economy is relatively good and that investment is what's going to get you through the difficult time of the 2030s. The second thing that I want to talk to you about is diversifying your skill set by learning a second language. Uh, I'm originally from Ukraine. I was born in Kiev and I lived there the first 10 years of my life. And I've been living in the United States now for more than 30 years. And I can say that I'm honestly still quite surprised at how few Americans speak a second language, especially with the advent of technology and all sorts of very user-friendly apps 
apps, you're able to pick up uh, kind of working levels of foreign languages, but whether it be Spanish or French or even Mandarin Chinese in just a few minutes a day in a relatively short period of time. So one of the biggest pieces of advice we can give you is try to pick up a second language. It will diversify your skill set and make you more marketable and more hireable when the economics um, are not in your favor. And so it'll give you more opportunity to be successful. We also talk about the need for each household to have multiple and, if possible, diverse income streams. Basically, you don't want to have all of your eggs in one basket when it comes to your income. So uh, you feel free to date someone in your office, but don't marry that person. Marry someone in a different field so that you're not overly reliant on the performance of a particular industry for your financial well-being. We also want to talk about choosing a career that's really oriented toward the opportunities of the future. We're talking about technology here, we're talking about healthcare, we're talking about uh, education. These are all things that are going to be necessary whether the economy is doing well or not. In my opinion, it no longer makes sense to take on $100,000 worth of debt uh, just to get a degree in liberal arts. Certainly feel free to pursue your passions in, uh, you know, in your life, but don't spend, go go into a lot of debt in order to uh, get a degree in a field that's going to be difficult to find a good paying job in. I think another thing we need to be keenly aware of is our own personal debt situation. Uh, our advice is that every person that listens to this pay off as much debt as possible by the year 2030. And I'm not just talking about high interest rate variable credit card debt, I'm also talking about mortgages and student loans. At the end of the day, the less debt you have, the better you're going to be able to sleep at night and the less concerns you'll have when the economy is not doing well because those creditors are going to continue to come after their, uh, the money that they're due. The caveat in talking about debt is that there are some times when debt is okay, the, uh, especially when you're talking about uh, debt uh, that is used as a tool to acquire assets that will increase in value over the next 10 years or so. We just have to make sure that when any debt that you do incur is paid off late in the coming decade prior to the onset of the Great Depression of the 2030s. One of the most important things that I want to communicate to you is that you really need to shift your mindset and not necessarily think of recessions as these terrible kind of doom and gloom events. For some people, recessions actually represent great opportunities. And that is the notion that I want you to think about when I give you this next piece of advice, which is you've got to be ready to buy at the price cycle low during the Great Depression of the 2030s. That means you've got to have plenty of cash on hand, very little little debt to work with and you've got to be keeping an eye out for those opportunities even as the economy isn't doing well because all you have to do is look back towards 2008-2009. The people that were positioned correctly leading into that downturn, they were able to buy assets of all kinds, businesses, equipment, um, you know, property and those people 10 years down the road are all sitting quite pretty and so it's important to recognize the fact that this great depression that we're predicting for the 2030s is really going to be one of the biggest wealth creation events of most people's lives. But the key is you've got to be prepared for it and you've got to be positioned correctly and having lots of cash on hand and then actually have the risk appetite to pull the trigger on investments at the low point during the Great Depression because then you'll have plenty of time to realize some gains after the fact. And the last thing that I'll mention is be self-reliant. Uh, this is especially targeted at the younger generation. 
I have eight and nine year old kids and uh, you know I'm constantly fascinated by their relationship with technology I think most of the younger generation does rely on technology quite a bit uh, and so it's important to recognize that the less technology and less other people that you can rely upon to be successful the better off you're going to be in the long run because especially when things are um, kind of a negative economic environment uh, it's very difficult to count on other people and on things to, uh, to be the drivers of your success you've got to count on yourself so I hope that that uh, advice helps you prepare over the next decade uh, even if the call for the Great Depression doesn't happen exactly on the timing or to the amplitude that we're describing this is all really practical reasonable things that we should all be doing because no matter what happens as a result of implementing these strategies you will still be better off tomorrow than you are today so thank you guys very much for your time today this has been another episode of Trends Talk with ITR Economics and this is Alex Trusovsky signing off take care